Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. We have Steven Sosa and Alex Skinner, and we're going to be going over the top five players of the 2010s. So essentially, this is the end of our decade series, at least going yeah. over the, the players for each one. Maybe the next so, one is going to be... No, because we already did our top five starting... Or our top five, all time. right? All time. So we've kind of now going to have to figure out something else after this, Stephen. Uh, top ten, top five teams of the decades. Uh, yeah, top we team could, we could, of the decade. I was thinking, I was thinking of a few subjects, and one of the subjects I was because I think about this show too much, but uh, <laughs> I uh, glad somebody does. I uh, um, was thinking we could do ju- a full episode just on the best shooters ever. Go, no, I like that. And then um, another thing I was thinking, I don't think we've done this one yet. I, I'm sure people are loving this as we brainstorm ideas. Another one <laughs> would be just like the top teams of all time, you know, like, all right. So the Warriors, 73 and nine without a championship, the 72 and 10 Bulls, the 86 Celtics, like all of those different yeah, types of yeah, things and, yeah. and how they would match up today. That would be, that would make that, I, we can make an hour long episode out of that. I think it could take an entire day. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, discussion to go there. Cause it's going to be the classic debate of no, I'm just how would players be longest episode? How would players from 2010 fare in the 1980s? And then how would players from the 1950s? I don't think either of us would and have the, a team from the, the 1950s. No, I, I, I mean, all you can do is like, guess but like nobody knows you know um but i like to think that like larry bird could play in any uh period of time in the nba you know Um, absolutely because when you can play basketball the way that that man was able to play basketball um you never lose it basically you know so uh you just get old, you know. Exactly. Um, exactly. Exactly. But let's hop on into today's. We're going to be going over the 2010s. I think we're going to have minimum three players that cross over with one another. And then I think we might have some debate. I have, I had a hard time with my five. So I have one. What's the word? Like, I'm doing this as if I'm creating a team. So I have my sixth man. But apart from that, I felt like it was pretty easy. Six was easy oh, for me. I can do it that way easily. I'll do that. So let's start. Do you do you want to do top players or do you want to do kind of like the they have to fill the position? They have to fill the position. I think we should do okay, that. Okay. That'll be interesting, especially since it's more of a positionless thing. But I'm saying put them in traditional positions. Okay, you know? so uh, let's start with point guard then. Sorry, I'm trying to, I'm writing out mine, like the way that I just described that we had to do it. Oh, oh. you're writing it out. Well, I like writing it out just so I have a make sure, make, well, one, make sure I actually have a team that will work with the, within the, uh, I'm blanking on words right now. I apologize. That's no, okay. Okay, but point guard for now, for sure, I know is Steph Curry. Um, yeah, the, the point guard is Steph Curry. Anybody you, I, and I always say stuff like this, but anybody who doesn't think it's Steph Curry, are you nuts? Like anyway, so I don't know who, like, cause there's to be fair though. Like maybe this is the time where I bring up who my sixth man is. Okay. 
because my sixth man would be Chris Paul. Oh, you know, yeah, that's a good sixth man because Chris Paul was the second best point guard of that decade. I think, yeah. I mean, there's some other potential sixth man candidates, but if I'm creating a roster that I want to win a championship or win, if we did like a, all right, now it's our top five from the 2010s versus the 2000s versus the 1990s. I would want him over. Chris Paul was a winner. James Harden or Russell Westbrook, for example. Yeah. And he was smarter than everybody. Chris Paul was smarter than everybody. So um and he still is you know he was in the finals last year and the way that i have this team set up is very heavily based on defense the only person who can't play defense like at a i would say elite elite level he plays team defense well is steph curry and then so essentially i'd have pretty accurate hyper offensive through steph to start the game um him moving off the ball i have a couple of ball handlers that will get the ball to him and then when he goes out Chris Paul just runs the offense and yeah. Chris Paul's pretty good at defense. They're going to dominate whoever they play. Right. Right. Chris Paul can anchor your defense. He's that good. You know? So then no disagreements on point guard. Is that correct? Yeah. No, no disappointments on point guards. Um, I think that's good to put Chris Paul in the six man. Cause you can't make him the best point guard. That's definitely Steph. you know? So this is where I had a little bit of, a difficulty like you said it's positionless basketball now so essentially i'm getting two wings does it really matter if one is a shooting guard and one is a small forward or a small forward who can play power forward no because we were talking about how it's a positionless league now and it was at that time then my shooting guard will be Kawhi leonard (laughs) okay that's good that's that's fine whatever uh for two reasons uh he can when he needs to make shots he makes shots so he can make threes. I've watched him torch teams. Uh, like last year, was it against the Jazz? Who was? I think it was against the Jazz right before he got hurt. And who'd they play in the first round? The Mavs. When they played the Mavs in the first round, like it's I just like remember. Who, yeah, I think the Mavs are the Mavs. are destroying them, destroying them. Like those first two games, and then he's like, "All right, I guess I have to make all of my shots now." And then it'd be like, "And top of the key three, top of the key three. Yeah. So. He can score. He can make his own shot, uh, make his create his own shot. He can defend, as we all know, defensive player of the year. And I don't know, like you you could maybe say who'd be the other shoot. Uh, who's your shooting guard before we okay, even debate? Uh, I'll put Clay Thompson there. See, that would have been my second choice. So I, I honestly don't have a problem with that. I was expecting you to say someone like a James Harden type, but all uh, right. uh, Kobe deserves some mention, but uh for part of that decade achilles for five years yeah for part of the decade absolutely but from from uh, 2010 to 2012 yeah from 2010 to 2013 because that's when he got hurt right yeah the playoffs of 2013 and i i was lucky enough fortunate enough to be able to to go watch him live uh i went to a a laker game that was at uh, golden one center and uh, I remember this was right before he got hurt, but he was still the baddest freaking two guard in the league, you know, and um, and the Lakers lost that game. But Kobe dragged that team to the playoffs and without his contribution uh, to that team, 
there was no way in hell they were making the playoffs. So, yeah, I. Hmm. But well, then, so one, you just spent more time talking about an honorable mention than your actual actual choice. You want oh, to talk okay. about Clay, Clay Thompson I'll give a little? You some stuff about Clay. I'm, I like I, that pick. Two Warriors. That's kind of wild to me. Nice. Yeah. Well, the Warriors. This was kind of their decade a little bit, you know. Unpoco. So, um, um, I mean, you got to throw Miami in there, you know, um, and like the Lakers for one championship, you know, but and Dallas, but um, uh, so my 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 two guard would be Clay Thompson. Nice. Um, uh, anyway, um, so Clay Thompson, um, he has, he's one of the best players moving without the ball ever. He is a knockdown shooter on a Reggie Miller type level that is insane. And he, I think doesn't get enough credit for how good he actually is because he plays with Steph, but yeah. Yeah, the ability to the no dribble game is a really good example of, you know, and then his defense is great. He had a no dribble game? Well, no, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, he had very oh, few yeah, dribbles to get to the, 60 yeah, points. Yeah. I mean, that, okay. Um, well, yeah, 11 dribbles, 60 points. And then he had another one, 14 dribbles, 52 points or something like that. Like, he's he's an awesome, awesome shooter, you know. Um, I do have to say though, depending on how the rest of this list goes, Stefan or uh, Stephen, Steph, sorry, Steph Curry on the mind. Um, I like my, I like Kawhi going up against Clay, like as a defender, like to be able to shut yeah. him down. Kawhi, Kawhi is good enough to lock down anyone on the perimeter. He yeah. would definitely be um, a tough opponent, and he, him, him. Uh, on the Spurs when it was his team, he carried a lot of the load, you know, on that team. And he was the the Spurs were up twenty five points against the Warriors before Zaza cheap shot. The, you know, the Kevin Durant uh, Warriors. Yeah, against the Kevin Durant Warriors people. This is how good this guy is. Um, he used to be the best two way player in the game, and it wasn't even close. You know, who do you have uh, at small forward? At small forward, uh, you know, some guy named LeBron James. Me too. I, 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 he's interchangeable with my power forward, but LeBron James is my small forward. I don't think there's any debate on that. He was the potentially the greatest player of the decade. Uh, he won four. Uh, once again, it gets a little complicated. Yeah. He won three for sure, but if you count 2020, as part of that decade, then he won four. So I believe that puts him as the person who won the most uh-huh. championships in the decade. But it, uh, and then obviously just breaking all the records and still rooting tooting today. And especially like prime LeBron, where he becomes the bully ball guy who can just this, drive against point, anybody. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's that's about it. Bully ball, and he can play defense. Like he can drive and get a bucket on anybody. Yeah. Um, LeBron m- might be the best uh, 
slasher that I've ever seen, ever. Even better than Jordan, I'm sorry. He's he's the best dang slasher I've ever seen. You know, interesting. I need to I need to watch more because th- I always felt like LeBron. His- Look at him when he's young. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, okay, because I I feel like LeBron's best skill of the 2010s was like I have the ball and, and I'm, I'm just going to drive strong. on you. I, yeah, I never really I saw him like cutting to the basket, not like a Dwayne Wade type. You know? Do you get no, what I mean? There? No, no, it, it's a little different how he does it because he does it with "I'm stronger than you." Okay, gotcha. So you're I'm, counting him dribbling to the to the yeah. hole as a slash too? Okay, I, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, the best at getting to the rim. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's what I mean. He's 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 the best at that, um, and one of the best finishers ever. You know. Um, you could put Mike up there, you know, MJ and some other people, but, uh, LeBron's right up there with them, you know, someone had a really good point where people just remember the things that they have seen, because the example of that is the NFL schedule just went from 17 weeks to 18 weeks. So there were a number of single season records that were broken this year. And the question was like, well, should we put an asterisk by this? And then people go, well, the no. game the game went from 14 games to 16 games and we counted game, all the 16 games ones the from game there changes. on i mean if we're going to put asterisks every time you know that's ridiculous i think in 10 to 15 years lebron james is going to be considered the greatest player of all time i don't know if i agree with that it, but it as might, a as a might. whole most people are going to be on that it might happen because LeBron is going to crush almost every statistical record there is. And LeBron could play till he's 40, you know, hundred percent. And uh, like, he's that good. And he spends millions of dollars on his body uh, every year, millions. So like th- this is the level that LeBron is playing on, you know? Great. Yeah. Uh, and just thanks LeBron for, uh, for what you gave us the last decade, as we start, as we're starting to see your career come to an end, not by any, I wouldn't blame you for any of it. Just, you're not in a great situation right now, but yeah. you're, you're doing everything that you can. So thanks for that, bud. Yeah. And then he, um, he's yeah, not the GM. We got to remember that. Well, he sort of is. You, he definitely has like, you think that they trade for Westbrook if LeBron James isn't no, like cool LeBron with it? No, LeBron actually, LeBron actually, uh, he, LeBron actually like uh, squashed the, he got rid of the other thing they wanted to do. He overrode it. Apparently, the Buddy Heald thing? Yeah, apparently. Oh my he, gosh. He this... overrode Buddy Heald going to the team and said, you're, put Westbrook on the team. So it was LeBron's fault. So maybe, maybe I, I, I would draw my sympathy for you and ascribe blame to you, LeBron James, because at least we wouldn't have to have given up as much for Buddy Heald uh, because I, I'm happy that we got and rid of Kuzma. he would have been a better fit. He happy we got rid of Kuzma and Trez. I always like KCP. Plays defense, can knock down shots at times. Yeah. And then I, Caruso, like losing Caruso as we're seeing him destroy it defensively on the Bulls, I'm so I mean, sad I that knew he's gone. He was good, but he's more consistent. He was willing years. to take less money. Yeah, to play on a to better stay team. on the Lakers, and it just oh to stay on the Lakers to stay on the Lakers. He was willing to take less money, like so less money than what the Bulls offered him. But then the Lakers said no. I'm like, 
Oh my gosh. And now we have Westbrook and then I have to read quotes. Sorry, this is getting a little tangential right now, but I have to read the quotes where Russell Westbrook would, will say there's more to life than basketball. And then Westbrook, my answer to you is easy for you to say when you are making $40 million a year in a franchise and a fan base that has high expectations on winning. Like I, I understand it is just a game, but there are people who have really crappy, terrible lives. And all that matters to them is basketball. All that matters to them is watching the Los Angeles Lakers play. All that matters is watching the Not Los Angeles Lakers in win, dude. watching the Los Angeles Lakers win. So I don't want to hear him say that quote again, you're making $40 million. You better be playing $40 million worth of basketball. Like, Amen, yeah, I, I, brother, I do know that there's other things I do know. That like is, it's so frustrating. Like, that is what I appreciate most about Michael Jordan, about Kobe Bryant is that they both would say that they understood that some people paid money just to watch them play, you know, every single game. And so they would bring it, you know, if they could play, they would play. And that's not the case anymore. And I'm not saying Westbrook isn't like bringing it. He just isn't improving or getting better. He plays hard. It's just, you know, don't whine. Like, it's just what, like uh, that, that quote, let them eat cake or whatever. Yes. It's just like, He's so out of touch, you know. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, going to the power forward position, which kind of segues perfectly for me. I'm going to go first on this one since I let you go first with the LeBron one. To the person who left Russell Westbrook to win multiple championships with the Golden State Warriors, Kevin Durant will be my power forward. A couple of reasons why. When he can, when he needs to turn it on defensively, he is a machine. He played um, yeah. like he slowed LeBron down. LeBron still scored a lot of points. Don't get me wrong, but he could slow he, LeBron he, down. He can get those blocks and he's just so tall and lanky that no one can defend his turnaround mid range game. And no one can defend that three point pull that pull up three point shot. Yeah. Because he's seven feet tall. What are you going to do? What are so you going to do? He's, I'm just saying, like, you can't do anything with him. He might end up, at the end of his career, he might, uh, if he can stay healthy, end up the number one scorer of all time. Yeah, very. we're recording this January 17th. Very sad that he's going to be missing the next four to six weeks. The only thing that is really a sign of hope in the Nets. I'm just glad he's healthy and can play, you know. He's not. He's out for four to six weeks. No, what? I, I no, 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 no. I, oh, like he can come back in four weeks. You mean? Yeah, he gotcha, can gotcha. come back and play, and he'll be. It would fine. suck if he was out for the season. Gotcha. Right, right. So hopefully Harden can get some wins uh, for them uh, because four to six weeks. That's we're heading into the home stretch of the season at that point, especially if it goes that six weeks, uh, almost mm-hmm. the middle of March, start of March, early March, middle of March. Yeah. Um, Godspeed to you, Kevin Durant, because as much as I hate that you play with two of my least favorite players of the 2010s, you are the shining star of that team. And I love watching you play basketball. Yeah, no, he, he is a little too sensitive and he gets, uh, he's annoying to me sometimes because I think he's kind of a diva, but I can't say anything about his game. You know, he's like, why didn't he stay with the warriors, dude? 
Oh man, you know I can't. I guarantee they win a championship this year. Yeah, I, well, I guarantee hey, they, they win a championship last year. Honestly, hey, hey, they might <laughs> still win a championship this year. No, I know, but I just mean like it's guaranteed. Like I know everyone like wants to see parity in the in the NBA, but it was just like you were in such a good situation. I want to see parity to a, but honestly, I want to see parity to an extent because um, I understand been knowing my history about the game that in every decade it's about one or two teams you know basically yes yes um uh, actually well before we keep going on kevin durant who's your power forward um well i have to give tim duncan a little bit of mention uh is he a power forward or like just honorable mention honorable mention okay okay uh, Tim Duncan, we already talked about him in, in a previous episode, so I'll skip that. Um, I mean, if we're throwing honorable mentions out there, I'll give Nowitzki a little shout out. He, he yeah, wins yeah, the championship yeah. in the decade. He deserves to be in there. Um, Honestly, this is like the death of the traditional power forward decade. Yeah, this is when the league became positionless because... Dirk pushed it toward that. Dirk pushed it in that direction, being yeah. a seven foot guy that could shoot, you know. And um, uh, Rashid Wallace pushed it in that direction, being a person that can shoot, you know, that's a power forward. Um, but yeah, I'd agree with you. Yeah. Well, who's your actual? Okay. Um, I will go with. I don't even know. I don't even know how it's not Kevin Durant, honestly. Like I'm like Blake. Well, well, it's just for me, it's a little bit hard, you know, Um, but I guess I'd have to go with Durant because he was one of the best players of that decade, you know, but um, it's just I'm going. Would I consider him a power forward in the traditional sense, kind of thing? And I'm like, but but well, honestly, no. I'm I'm with you there, Stephen. Because just really quick, like I also because I thought that you might say Kevin Durant for small forward and then put LeBron at power forward. I feel like those yeah. guys could interchange that position. Yeah. So I'll put Kevin Durant at power forward. That's what I'll do. Kevin Durant, power forward. That's my. You want to know what's super cool about my my team? Final answer, Regis. Do you want to know what's cool about my team? What? Shooting guard through power forward. All three of them could play each of those positions. LeBron could play. Well, LeBron could play point guard too, but like, yeah. Kawhi, LeBron, and Kevin Durant. LeBron's different. All three of them, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, you'll be fine because Kawhi's what? 6'8, 6'9. LeBron's 6'8, 6'9. Kevin Durant's 6'11. You can. Yeah. But can Six shoot. 11, you can move those those guys all around. It would be a blast to have that as your, <laughs> yeah. or just even not even not even like them as players, but like similar skill sets, just like a I little bit worse. It'd be awesome so to have much, players like that. There's so much hate. I just want to say there's so much hate that is thrown KD's way. Yes, he's a crybaby, and needs to not be as sensitive as he is a lot of times, but like. Um, I think because 
Uh, a lot of people don't like him because of the whole thing with the Warriors and everything and things that he said. He's a great player, you know, so. I love it. All right, so we're on agreement with most of our list. I think this is where we're probably going to have the most differing opinion and where I'm just going to flat out disagree with you or we're going to be exactly the same. So I'll let you go first since I went first on power forward. Who do you have at center? Center. Um, well, I have to put Dwight Howard. Um, well, but I mean, Dwight Pal Gasol deserves some mention. And, um, you know, cause he was pretty good for, for a few years there. Um, but Dwight Howard, I think is who I would go with. Giannis for me. Giannis. Okay. For a couple of reasons, it gives me so much flexibility with this team. And I, I, if, if I'm having this team play against anybody else, like, could you imagine Giannis is bringing up the ball? So Dwight Howard has to come and defend him so, uh, at so the three my, point line. My team is more traditional than yours. Which, well, but I also feel like Giannis can play down low. Like I think he could bang and play defense with Dwight Howard if you need him, yeah, especially he could, he could. 2017 Dwight's to 2020 than, Giannis. Dwight's Dwight's bigger than he is. He's height wise or strength wise. Girth wise. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So because I believe he's a little shorter than him. No, I mean girth wise. No, no, no. I know. I I I just am verifying that really quick. Giannis is six yeah. eleven, and then Dwight Howard six ten. Yeah. So, but they could play against each other, but it would be uh, Dwight's bigger than him. Mine's just a magic. So the only place where he's going to have the advantage is going to be offensively, potentially, because Giannis, we're going to make him come and defend him at least at the free throw line, if not a little bit higher. And yeah, but they're all going to be there. I mean, they're both going to be scoring in the paint. Both. Yes, but like. Giannis is going to smoke his ass. Like speed wise, Dwight Howard is nowhere near how fast Giannis yeah, is. He'll score on Dwight a lot. And All like, can take him out of the post? Can Dwight play off the dribble like Giannis can? No, no, Boom. no. Dwight Boom. is a high pick and roll big man, and that's about it. Interesting. Uh, there are some other centers that I was thinking about, but honestly, like with the way I mean, the game he is can rebound his ass off, I'm not talking about any other things that he can do, you know, other than that. But. Well, something interesting is I think, and maybe this is like a West uh, Russell Westbrook type player. I think there are certain players that because of who is surrounds them, allowed them to seem much better than they actually were. I don't want to take anything away from Dwight Howard. That's not no, the goal of this point. I understand, but, like, but I, the way I would put it is like this, Alex. Some some players, you have to build the team correctly around them. Like and Dwight if, Howard. Yeah, and if you build the team correctly, you will maximize their talents. Like uh, Dwight Howard is a perfect example of that. And uh, Russell Westbrook is another example of that because I don't think you could give Russell Westbrook any team, you know, and be successful. We're seeing it right now. Um, We've seen it. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but um, uh, like Dwight is one of those players that if you put a bunch of shooters around him that can also play defense, 
you will make the dang finals, you know, because that's how great a defensive player and rebounder and high pick and roll big man that Dwight Howard was. Man, I'm also a little bit surprised that you selected Dwight Howard based on how Kobe Bryant viewed him. <laughs> I don't care. Like, you, so you disagree with Kobe's assessment that he was a soft, overrated player? Kobe was just talking shit, okay? You think um, so? I felt it was kind of valid. Well, he, Kobe, Co- listen, Dwight Howard is not, you know, on the same planet as Kobe as a Laker. I mean, as a player, you know, um, he's there. Kobe is greater than him by a lot. But Dwight Howard is a, was a great player. You Would know? you say that Giannis is on the same planet as Kobe? No. No? Okay. No, the, are they in the same solar system? Kobe, no. What I'm saying is Kobe is like, is now one of the all-time greats, you know? And um, he's he's a legend. And part of that, sadly, is because he died. But, you know, hmm. anyway. Anyway, yeah. Well, so just to re recap real quick before we hit sixth man, which I already said who mine was, Steph Curry, you and I were the same. Shooting guard, Kawhi Leonard for me, Clay Thompson for you. Small and forward and power mention, forward. And a mention of Kobe. Small forward and power forward, we were the same with LeBron James and Kevin Durant. And then we differed on center, which was Giannis versus Dwight Howard. And, yeah. and uh, it's kind of wrong. what I expected. It was uh, three out of our five were the same. That's what I yeah. thought it would be. Yeah. And uh, and I thought it would be those three too, Steph, LeBron, and, Ke- and Durant. Well, because it's like the decade, when you look at the decade, the decade is about Steph, LeBron, Durant, you know. Um, so that leads me to who you would have as your sixth man. And mine, I think, is still Chris Paul. I think I'd still want Chris Paul. Like, yeah. the only one who hasn't won anything of everyone I'd, that's been mentioned. I want Chris Paul because Chris Paul wins everywhere he goes. He wins everywhere he goes. And he wins big. He doesn't just kind of win, you know. So... So would you also have Chris Paul as your yes. sixth man? Yes, I would. Can we do some almost there if they just had one other ability? Uh, Russell Westbrook, if he could make a shot. And then James, oh, actually, no, I wouldn't even include Russell Westbrook because I think he's no. a liability on Team D. Like, I don't even know if I have him in my top 10 player. I don't. I don't he's I don't. kind of a liability on defense because he'll leave his man to get a rebound. The James Harden, if he wasn't lazy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is my that's my other like you gain hey, weight every single year, as and much as you don't I really play hated, defense. As much as I've hated James Harden because of the flopping and the traveling and the everything that I hate about him, um, he has been a super dominant shooting guard for like. Well, a super dominant guard, I would say, for like a long time, you know, so. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. If he's not, I don't know who the heck is. He is. Well, I mean, if he's not Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, 
then they're Bill not- Russell, Will Chamber. You think they're be- you think James Harden I'm is not, better than those I'm people? Not, oh, okay, not, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm saying that if he's not a Hall of Famer, who the hell is? Nobody is. He's been super dominant, you know. I've always just been curious about who are the like because you know, there's always people we're living this right now. I think we're in the prime of our basketball knowledge and whatever like the age that we're at like who are the players right now that were like you are fun and amazing to watch for about two to three seasons but you're not going to be i'm trying to think of like an 80s or 70s example like like my honorable mentions like kobe and tim duncan um well they're gonna make they are they are i mean i mean i know but i'm saying like my honorable mentions where uh, it's like Oh, they were good for a couple years. Right, right. In In the the decade. decade. I see you. Um, So. Like Al Horford, right? He's not a Hall of Famer, right? Al Horford's one of them. Al Horford's one of them. Not a Hall of Famer, right? Uh, Not a Hall of Famer. DeAndre Jordan. Great for a few years. Okay, okay, cool. But was really good. Um, You know, there's a lot of players like that. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. That's a tough one for me because I feel like um, once you win a specific award multiple times, I so that's why I think Dwight like Howard deserves to be a, to a Hall of Famer. Have, oh, sorry, what? That's why I feel like Dwight Howard has to be a Hall of Famer just because I'm like he was dominant as a defensive player for like five years. He has to be. Yeah. Like he he's one of the best rebounders ever, and he was so dominant on defense. He was like almost like a Lawrence Taylor type defensive player. If I could steal from football, it like where it was like, he was the best defensive player in the league, the most dominant force defensively in the league for like, for what? Like five, six years. Yeah, he was. Awesome. Well, any other thoughts on the 2010s? Um, this was pretty easy. Like uh, I enjoyed it. I feel like it was quick to the point with everything. And I mean, because we agree on so many, yeah, <laughs> it made yeah, it a little bit easier. It was also there's more talent, yeah, or maybe it's just because I've watched more bas- more basketball. More, Get what no, I mean? No, no, no. There's more talent. There's even more talent than there was in the early 2000s. Now. Oh, way more. I feel like the early 2000s was the worst. Uh, no, I would say Probably essentially bad. whenever they added the the T-Wolves and the Grizzlies, whenever that happened, that until about 2009, 2008 is the worst talent. Uh, what's the word? Talent per capita, <laughs> talent per team of the know. NBA's history. I don't know what decade. I might say the 50s. I, I don't think it's an actual decade, though. Like, I feel like it's just like, as you're, you're, you're probably right. It, it, honestly, it pro- but like real basketball, which I count real basketball as the 80s on. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's like <laughs> 1990. Count the other decades. It's like 1996 <laughs> to about 2005. You know, there were great players in the 70s. There were like, you know what I mean? There was, gr- there were great players in the 70s, but it's not like, uh, Every team didn't have a good, like, I feel like now every single team has one good player except for the Pistons. Oh, yeah. And even the Pistons, Kate Cunningham's playing yeah. all right. Yeah, there's there's uh, there's more talent in the league than there ever has been, you know. So, now. Awesome. Well, the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. 
up your stand for a while Give us one more chance to change your mind